now, live from Atlanta, Georgia, everyone's social media friend, it's Deb Creer. Every week, Deb talks with the movers and shakers, the experts, the best of the best in social media, bringing you all of the latest tips, techniques, and trends for successfully using social media. In social media, there's only one constant, Deb Creer. Good morning, good morning, everyone. I'm going to do a quick check with the studio back in Denver because I am once again back in Atlanta. So I want to make sure that they can hear me and that they can hear my guest. So, Leah Hoff, are you there? Can you hear me speaking? Good morning. Yes, we can hear you, Deb. All right, Sandy. Can they hear Hi. you? I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Leah, can you hear her? Yes, I can. We're good. Oh, yay. Okay. Technology works. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. So, I am Deb Creer. I am the socialite, and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. We're going to deviate just slightly today. You know me. We'll still get social media in there because I am so thrilled to have a guest on again that I had several months ago. And her name is Sandy Jones Kaminsky. Sandy, welcome back. Thanks, Deb. I'm so happy to be here. And uh, I'm looking forward to talking. Fabulous, fabulous. Coming, yeah, holiday season. I knew, I knew. So let me tell folks just a little bit about you, because even though we've had you on, we have new listeners, and we always want to remind everybody who you are, because you are, of course, so fabulous. Sandy Jones Kaminsky is a Bay Area-based national speaker, trainer, and marketing and business development consultant. She's also the author of a number one pick on an Inc.com business book wish list. The book is called, I'm at a Networking Event, Now What? A Guide to Getting the Most Out of Any Networking Event. You can buy that on Amazon or iBooks. Sandy believes that networking builds healthier, stronger business environments, and as Chief Connecting Officer of Bella Domain Media, she shares her strategies for effective networking, maximizing LinkedIn, and personal branding via keynotes, webinars, panels, one-on-one consultations, her blog, and in-person workshops. She's been interviewed and quoted by Successful Women Talk, Bankrate, You're Hired, Fox, MSNBC, and other media outlets, including Mile High Radio. Sandy, again, welcome back. Thanks. I'm looking forward to talking about all the upcoming events we have, right, between conference season and the parties and I know. all that. You know, and it really does seem like it's it's gearing up right now for all of the conferences, all of, of course, the holiday parties. And, you know, so that's why I wanted to have you back on because, you know, first let's talk about effective networking at conferences. Um, you know, I've got a conference coming up in two weeks that is a full week-long conference. Um, you know, and, and so there's those. There's also a conference where you go to, and it's a couple of hours. But, you know, we we should never just go and sit and listen to the speaker and leave. Um, you know, to me, conferences are a great way to really reach out and connect with people. So, Give us your, your tips and techniques for really making sure that you're not just learning about, you know, something from the speaker, but you are really talking to the, the attendees there and, and connecting with them. Well, okay, so to, to start off, remember one of the things that I've shared before and most of us know is that when we go, when we sign up for a conference and we either get approval for that or we decide to do it ourselves, mm-hmm. we go with the intention of, gosh, I hope I meet some new people. Right. Right. Most, whenever I survey my audiences, 80% of them all raise their hand that that is one of the main motivators. Mm-hmm. It's not the motivator because they want to grow their network. They want to learn. We all know that that's a nice byproduct of going right. to conferences is you meet new people. Mm-hmm. So the idea is to keep that in the back of your mind that, you know, once we get there, a lot of times, those of us that are, might be reluctant networkers or a little more introverted sort of get that adrenaline fear rush. Right. right. <laughs> oh, no, I'm here. I'm at the check-in desk and look at all these people. And mm-hmm. 
Well, the thing is to remind yourself that you're there because you want to meet all those people. That it's part of what motivated you to go in the first place. Mm -hmm. And that that's got to be one of your goals is to sort of identify a certain number of connections that you'd like to make and feel confident that you can uh, sustain Mm -hmm. a relationship with in terms of follow-up and communication and email and all those things. So if you kind of keep that in the back of your mind, it will inform more and most of your behavior, right, Right. when you're there. Mm -hmm. But you start to think about, okay, how can I be more open to meeting these five people I Mm -hmm. want to hopefully meet and add to my network and get to know? Well, and it's funny because, you know, when we go to those conferences, it's exactly what you say. You know, we think we have to meet people. And then we might talk to the people on either side of us, and hopefully they don't move the whole time, or we have to talk to other people. Um, And then the bad part is during breaks, which is where we should meet people, we pick up our phone, we check our email, we're texting somebody else, and we're missing those opportunities. So, you know, how do we get past that, whether we're an introvert or an extrovert? Well, how do you get past your urge or everyone else's urge? Kind of both. I mean, you know, because it is that, you know, we're attached to our smartphone and, you know, heaven forbid that I don't post on Facebook during those breaks. But, you know, right. it's also the other thing, if, if you're looking at everybody's on their phone, is it okay to, to walk up and quietly say, excuse me, you know, or you know, how do we kind of get past that? We can't put our silly phones down for five minutes type of thing. Right. Well, it's funny because this is a big part of, um, I had written a really popular blog post on the subject, and that was one of my main points was this idea that resist that urge to put something in front of your face mm-hmm. and instead try and talk to those people next to you, try and um, engage with someone who maybe, what I always fall back to is the device itself. How, you know, to really just ask a question about what they're working on. Oh, okay. Piece of equipment, right? Just, hey, how do you like that Samsung phone? Mm-hmm. I'm really debating right now. Oh, okay. Well, people love to talk about their gadgets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know this, right? Mm-hmm. If right. you're active on social media at all, we do it all on gadgets. Mm-hmm. So, you know, then it's also asking, oh, do you use it for, how do you deal with the keyboard issue, right? Mm-hmm. There's all these questions that most of us actually do have about this equipment. And it's a really great, easy way to engage somebody mm-hmm. and sort of, get them to um, break away from what they might be doing at that moment. Mm-hmm. I right? love but you that. still have to be courteous and mm-hmm. be kind of, and, and then sort of say, okay, I'm sorry, I didn't mean, if you're working, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just was curious your opinion on that. Right. And give them the out, right? Mm-hmm. You have to give them the out because they may say, oh, no, no, it's fine. You know, so what do you use, right? What kind of platform are you working off of? What kind of tools do you like? I mean, it just gives a neutral sort of way to, and I, because usually my suggestion for people, right, is an opener for small profit conferences, the location, right, the venue, right. Mm-hmm. the event itself. So in this case, it's the device. Like, we mm-hmm. all have that in common, too, right? We all are working on them. Your, your 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 phone, your smartphone will probably be in your hand. Mm-hmm. You're right, right. So well, that's what's worked for me, right? I don't, I don't think there's any. There's probably lots of other ideas out there about that, but I just know that that's been a really effective one for me. People I know, because I've shared that with you know, well, network and other people I. And I love that, and that's, that's actually never occurred to me because I've just kind of always thought, oh. They're checking their email. They don't want to be disturbed. And, and obviously, there's also the body language thing. I mean, you know, if they've positioned their sure. self so that they're kind of turned away from everybody, well, then, you know, clearly there's there's something they need to deal with. And, and you don't want to interrupt them while on their phone. But, but I love the concept of, you know, just kind of gently going up and saying, wow, I see you've got that new iPhone 6. What do you think about it? And then immediately judging from their reaction. You know, if you get this glare of go away, then it's, step away, but if it's that they want to talk about it, and then, as you said, you give them that out, you know, sorry to interrupt, because then it's their choice, 
You know, do they want right. to continue the conversation or not? So I love that because I, it honestly has never occurred to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's this, this again, it's about being real and forgetting mm-hmm. about the, the facade that we feel sometimes we have to put on and this, this behavior that we have to abide by at mm-hmm. these events and just being real and authentic mm-hmm. and talking to another human. Right. I mean, those are questions you would ask somebody if you were stuck in a hospital waiting room, mm-hmm. right? right. You would, you'd or the elevator. Yeah, you know, yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. So huh. that's mine. And again, it's, you know, I'm always all about model the behavior mm-hmm. that you want to experience. Mm-hmm. So if we're asking how can we get this from other people, we shouldn't be the people who grab the device and are, mm-hmm. <laughs> and are you know, not talking to other people. Right. If there's a, because um, where I see this is outside of session rooms, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people waiting and they're catching up on email or they're checking their phones. And we're all sitting around and we're literally two feet from each other, but we're all in that tunnel mm-hmm. of our own device, right? So that's the perfect place to catch someone's eye and just, or just, Wave a little and say, hey, how do you like that? Mm-hmm. You know, it just whatever. Right. But again, try to be conscientious and conscious of people looking to get your eye is my oh. point. Mm-hmm. Right? And this is that idea that don't try not to tune out when you are around other humans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> and cool. And think of it as a time perspective also. You know, maybe you've got a 15-minute break. Well, you know, spend two or three minutes catching up on your email. You know, glance at them real quick. If it's something that needs taken care of, obviously take care of it. If it's something that can wait, put it off. You know, and, and remember that if you're there to network, the other people are there to network too. And and I love that tip from you because I think so many times we do kind of forget that. We think, well, everybody's there just to learn from speaker X and get the free goodies and, and do all that. But, you know, it, we're we're there to meet other people, and it's a perfect venue because you already have something in common with them. You know, it's it's whatever's being talked about, or you know, the location, or all of those things. You've got that in, you know, to to kind of start that conversation. Yeah, and that's why I mean we talked about this last time, but to your point earlier about there's new people on the call. One of the things I shared when Deb and I talked last time was this idea that when you get to that conference is asking questions about, oh, is this your first time at Mm -hmm. this user group conference? Or have you been to Atlanta before? Or whatever it might be, and it's that idea of the wedding, right? When you go to a wedding, everyone has a question they can ask another person. You know the bride or the groom. (laughs) Exactly. So, again, when you're at a conference, think in those same terms. But you have something in common already, and it's where you are and and why you might get it. Or you hear the... Are you here hoping to hear Guy Kawasaki, right? Is that one? Whatever. Which is mm-hmm. the I'm most excited about. All those things. So right. you need time to ask those questions. So make sure you're not spending it all on your mobile device. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and, you know, you, one of the things you've talked about is ask about the venue. You know, I love that. Right. Um, you know, and, and, and those questions work for people who, especially who are introverted. You know, I, they're... I, I'm not a shy person, you know, so I usually don't have any trouble going up and talking to people. But, you know, the, for those people who are, and it obviously depends on the conference. I mean, you know, a technical conference, you might have people that are a little bit more introverted, and I'm, you know, stereotyping there. But, you know, it, it is something where you, you should go up and, and, and talk to people, you know, and, and especially find the people who aren't on their devices and kind of have that uh-huh look in their eyes because they might really welcome somebody coming up and, and talking to them. Right. I mean, the other thing that I talk about in this context is that, you know, be the person to include other people in the conversation right. too, right? Because when you when you are lucky enough to come across a dev and you see her <laughs> engaging with somebody, it's a great place to, to head to because odds are Deb's going to see you and know that you're approaching and she's going to, welcome you to the discussion mm-hmm. most likely. And because she's got that mindset that we all know what it's like to be the person trying to break into a mm-hmm. discussion and not getting that eye and not getting that welcome. 
Right. Right. And so you need to be also conscientious about doing that for other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all do. And just smile. Sometimes that's all you have to do is just smile and mm-hmm. nod a little, you know, listen, keep listening to the person who might be talking to you, mm-hmm. but just acknowledge them. And then your circle grows. Right? right. And now you don't know where that conversation might head. And the other person's going to look at you as gracious and good mannered, right? That's mm-hmm. not, that's not being, um, I don't know, you know, salesy or whatever. That's right. just being gracious. It's, that's it's, kind of good manners. It's kind of like being the, the nice party host, you know, even though it's not your party. Exactly. You know, and, and I do try and, and really watch my body language. If, if somebody has come up to the group, I turn and, and try to include them in it because, of course, there's nothing worse than walking up and just staring at someone's back. So, you know, I, I try and do that. And then if at all possible, I say, hi, you know, this is Sandy, and we were just talking about, you know, how to network. Exactly. What's your name and why are you here? Um, you know, so that way it's, it is kind of, you know, doing that introduction thing. And I love conferences where people have name tags because I'm one of those that, you know, and, and I know it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. I don't remember people's names. So I love it when people have name tags and I say, this is Sandy and hi, Barb. It's nice to meet you. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, those, those things are great. Yeah. And it's also that idea of making sure that you know, we could go into a whole thing, too. That's another conference thing is, you know, people really freeze about names and remembering names. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I admit to, like, here is I forget the name the first time I hear it. I have to hear it twice. Right. Because something happens that as soon as I hear it, I'm trying to listen to what they're mm-hmm. saying as opposed to play some sort of name device mm-hmm. in my brain. Mm-hmm. So I will often say, Please bear with me. I never remember the first time. Please tell me your name again. I really wanted to hear what what brought you here first. Right. So again, just be normal and be real about that. Most mm-hmm. people respect that, and we all have a good chuckle because everyone tends to say, "Oh, me too." Right. Mm-hmm. We all have that trouble. Right. So it's definitely something that you just got to be natural about and not so stiff and rehearsed. Right. You know, and and I think that's probably one of the biggest fears that people have is, you know, it, no matter what your personality is, you're walking up and just talking to somebody brand new, um, you know, and, and then if you forget their name or you forget, you know, then somebody else comes up and you think, oh, I can't introduce them. And, you know, and we start playing all these scenarios out in our head. And pretty soon we're the person in the corner who's playing solitaire on our, our smartphone to make it look like we're busy and nobody can approach us. Right. Exactly. Great. You know, and, and, and it's funny because we, you know, we do, we, we have those conversations in our own head and, you know, we talk ourselves out of it and then the next thing we know is it's time to go into the next session and you accomplish absolutely nothing. Right. Yes, and again, I can't, I have proof up and down. It's, everybody has that goal mm-hmm. to meet right. some people. So you just have to keep that in the back of your mind. Mm-hmm. And again, the most important thing and the way to do that is you know, doing it with a sense of learning and curiosity that mm-hmm. you are just trying to learn more about people, what might have brought them to that event that year, what kinds of things they're challenged with in their professional life or what's going on in their world. You just want to learn as much as you can mm-hmm. about other people right. and that you're not trying to sell them or tell them all about you. It's really this idea that you're just trying to get to know more about the people that are at that conference. Right. Well, and of course, the cool thing then is, is an extension of that is to learn then, you know, uh, what you, you know, take what you've learned about that person and maybe introduce them to somebody else. Uh, you know, maybe at another breakout session, I heard that somebody was looking for somebody who was an expert on networking. So then I should try and play matchmaker and, and introduce the two of you. Uh, you know, and, and, and it, again, it comes back to being that good host, even if it's not your own party. Right, exactly. And that's a big part of conferences is that you do start to make these little connections in your brain, the, the person you talk to in the morning session mm-hmm. to the person you talk to in the afternoon. And that's why it's important to, you know, do the business card exchange mm-hmm. if it's applicable or put it in your smartphone and share that name. And, mm-hmm. and also make more of a point to say, are you going to be at the mixer tonight? Right. I will make, if I see Sandy, I'll, 
bring her over and introduce you because everybody appreciates that warm introduction much more so even than just an email or a name share, right? So right. it's important to have a purpose. A lot of people then dread those events, right? Mm-hmm. They're, uh, they can get through the conference, but they can't wait to get back to their room. And- <laughs> right, and hide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and watch the scandal. Great shows, great music, milehighradio.com. What are you listening to? And now we're back for more fun and inspiration with social media expert Deb Creer and her fabulous guest. are back. We've got a little technical problems today. You know, you got to love technology, especially because I'm in Atlanta. The station is in Denver. And my fabulous guest, Sandy Jones-Kaminsky, is in San Francisco. Um, so I think I know about where the call got dropped. Um, but before we jump right back in, Sandy, tell people how they connect with you and find you online. Well, thanks, Deb. I always appreciate those opportunities. So my website is belladomain.com. And I'm on Twitter. My handle is at SandyJK. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. I have a page for my book there for I'm at a networking event, Now What? And I'm open to connecting to people on social. It's a big part of my life, a big part of my business. So I would uh, love to hear from you. I've got a newsletter. I've got some upcoming um, webcasts that I'm doing for free to help small business owners. So you can find out about that on the website. And again, it's belladomain.com. So thanks for that. Perfect, perfect. Well, I think that that Skype decided it didn't want to cooperate with us. About the point where we were talking about, you know, attend evening events too. You know, when you go to a conference, if it's something that, that lasts more than a day, you know, sometimes we escape. We're like, oh, I have to go back to my room. I have to watch TV. I have to go work out. I have to do whatever. And so we skip those things. And and tell us why those are important and then what your key to always being professional at those events is. Well, this this desire to um, get a little break is not a bad one Mm -hmm. because I think some of us, we do need to recharge just a little. And that's a good time to maybe pop up to your room and or go to a quiet place in the restaurant, do the work you need to do, but then recharge and look at that as a recharge and then head over to the networking event or mixer because that's a that's a great place to follow up with people that maybe you were uh, talking to earlier and perhaps wanted to connect to someone else that you met. We were mm-hmm. talking about that, right? That sometimes right. that's mm-hmm. a great that's a great goal to have is that I'm not only going to try and meet five new people that I'll stay in touch with, I'm going to try and connect at least three new people to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm big on setting goals before attending these things. It's not just about learning, but obviously about networking and connecting as well. Mm-hmm. So having that mission will motivate you to go. And then also having that mission of just learning more about people. And maybe there was someone that you sat next to, let's say, in one of the breakout rooms while you were waiting for it to start, you were able to start a little bit of a conversation, but you didn't really get to finish it because the speaker came on. You know, that's a great place to say to people, oh, by the way, are you going to be at the mixer tonight? Maybe we can catch up there. Mm-hmm. Right? To sort of find and set up a buddy to have at that mixer when you get there if you're at the conference by yourself. Right. So you can do that as a way to extend that conversation you're having and trap them up in a little bit more informal, relaxed environment. But also what I'm saying was be careful, though, when you do go to those relaxed environments. I always caution people about, um, you know, that need to relax is good or to have that glass of wine to take the job of the day, but really watch your intake. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we're all adults and we know that you should do this, but sometimes it's it's easy to forget how many glasses of wine you've had or people are bringing you a drink or who knows right. what. But the idea is, you know, you're really trying to make an impression. And one of the key things about events is you want to be memorable there because you want people to remember that um, good 
exchange you had, not just the subject matter, but just the feeling that they had talking to you. Because maybe that was, you know, a really positive experience for mm-hmm. you both. And that's how you want to be remembered, right? And right. not as the person dancing on the table <laughs> at the end of the night mm-hmm. of the mixer uh, because you won the raffle prize or something, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just those are things we wouldn't normally do if we were watching our alcohol and pigs. Mm-hmm. Right. Just keep that in mind, right? We all know, but we all know, we also know and you could probably name three people in your life, Deb, that you could say, oh, is he the guy that was dancing on the table? <laughs> right, right. And, right, we all remember those mm-hmm. people, and that's not the way you want to be remembered. Oh. So it's funny, but it's not. Right? You're not going to likely turn over your insurance, family insurance business to him, or, mm-hmm. you know, your family's insurance coverage. To right. Him. It's like, well, and it's funny because we go to those events and we think, you know, oh, hey, there's a bar, whether it's a cash bar or an open bar, and it will look funny or feel out of place if we don't drink. Well, you know, I'm one of those people that one glass of wine and I start getting a little giggly. So I know this is just not the thing to do. So I make sure, though, that I have a glass in my hand. So maybe it's got soda. Maybe it's just got water. Um, but I have a glass in my hand because then that does kind of help with, with the, uh, the the mixing of the, the mixer part. But, you know, there's nothing that says you have to have alcohol just because alcohol is offered. And remember, you are there for business. You know, this is not the place that you should see, you know, how many different types of, of their, their uh, wine you can taste in an evening or, you know, all of those various things. And And I think that's, you know, it, it's kind of one of those, you know, you hate to sound like the, the, the old nagging nanny, but I know. you're right. You know, we all can think of, you know, times when we've gone to a business event, whether it's at a conference or networking, and somebody's had just a little bit too much. Um, because then you're right. You know, the next thing we do is we think, maybe I'm not going to refer business to them, or maybe I'm not even going to follow up with them because they might not even remember that I exist. So, you know, it's, it's just kind of a cautionary tale to, to really make sure that, that you watch things like that. You know, and same thing with, you know, just because it's, it's, there's food, that doesn't mean you have to eat like you have never eaten in your life. Uh, you know, you don't want to be remembered as that person either. Um, you know, and, and it's funny because we, we do, we laugh about these things, but it, we can all think about people that we know who are like that. Well, exactly. And that's why I say it's real because we could name them as, Mm-hmm. Too, right? right. <laughs> or what conference were you at that had the most drunken people or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And you're right. They don't, people don't have to drink. I mean, in fact, there's a lot of advice out there that says don't. Mm-hmm. Right? But you have a glass of wine after the mixer in your room with dinner or something if you need one. But mm-hmm. but I know that there's people who will say to me and have that, you know, they do it to sort of relax their nerves mm-hmm. and having to face a room full of chit-chatters and right. <laughs> events, but. Well, and then that's perfectly fine, but just have the one, you know, and, and you know, just make sure that, that you're not having the five or the six. Right, right. Cool. And the other thing, too, you said something earlier that I want to make sure I comment on. And, um, you know, a lot of people, we talked about this idea of how to break into conversations, mm-hmm. but we talked about it from the standpoint of, you're already the person having the conversation and being mindful of people that are trying to maybe join you. Mm-hmm. But it's this other thing that I wanted to say, and I said it for the people having the conversation, but too many people don't think about having a at least neutral expression on their face. Right? Yeah. I'm big on the smiling thing. Mm-hmm. I'm big on the fact that what's wrong with cracking a little bit of a smile <laughs> when you're entering these situations. Mm-hmm. And not a big Cheshire grin, right? It doesn't have to be all teeth. Mm-hmm. But the idea is to be more mindful of, like you said earlier too, your body language. Your, mm-hmm. You know, your face is part of your body. So think about, do you look like somebody that others might want to approach? Mm-hmm. Or do you look terrified in the corner with a furrowed brow? Right. Because you're you're thinking about something else or you're nervous about the the mixer or something else you have to do. It's that idea of being, you know, fully present and thinking about other people, right? Mm-hmm. And I always emphasize that, that if 
we can all just stop thinking about what we're experiencing at that moment and think about how we're projecting ourselves to these other people and then what kind of energy we're putting out there. Mm-hmm. We, we all know what I'm talking about, right? We've all had this where we've seen people, maybe we're walking, and you're sort of looking for someone that you can maybe make small talk with to just get started. And right. you'll, you'll spot all these people along the sidelines or in different places with this frown, right? This, this furrowed brow or mm-hmm. whatever it might be on their face. Are you going to go talk to them? Probably no, not, you're right? Go, you're going to be um, motivated to move in the direction of somebody who at least has a neutral expression mm-hmm. on their face, if not a smile. So I can't emphasize that enough, how much that affects it, mm-hmm. right? And right. if you're really not in the mood, if you are not really in the right mindset to, to engage with others, then don't go. Mm-hmm. And that's, right, if you're not feeling well, if you're really upset about something that you can't shake off, then you shouldn't, you shouldn't go. You should go hit the gym, you know, go for a walk, go deal with the problem, and then come back, mm-hmm. right? Especially if it's been a long day. Right. The mixer usually lasts an hour or two. Come in the last 10, 15 minutes at least. But just really think about what you're putting out there. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, I was once speaking and I had somebody say to me, Oh, but I I go to things like that because I want other people to cheer me up. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. or to get me out of my mood. And I literally stopped saying, like, really? <laughs> I was just stunned. And I thought, that is not everyone else's responsibility. Right. You know, that is, and you just really can't go then. If you're not in that right mind frame or mindset, nobody's forcing you. Don't do it. But if it's just nerve, then yes, sometimes you need to get your, you know, you know what together and just mm-hmm. go. Right. Well, and, you know, one of the, the things, and, and I think you might have talked about this when you were on last time, is, you know, if you're a little bit nervous, look around and find another person that looks right. like they're a little yeah. bit nervous too. You know, it, it, and it's not misery loves company. <laughs> you, know, it's, right. you know, it's, you know, if they're, you know, find that person and and your opening thing can be, oh, can you believe how many people are here? Or, you know, something that shows that you're empathizing with them. Um, you know, and again, you'll pick up real fast. Did they, you know, were they wanting to be alone? Or are they going to go, I can't believe it. You know, it's a little intimidating because there's so many people or, you know, something like that. So find that person and, and you know, go talk to them. Yeah, that's definitely one of my favorites. The other thing I say is, also, look for the organizers, right? A lot right. of times, the conference, whether it um, has sponsors, I mean, we all know this, right? These conferences all have sponsors. Mm-hmm. They all have people who are the showrunner for the mm-hmm. event, whether it's for the entire conference or the mixer, right? Mm-hmm. There's always somebody who's there usually in a host role. Right. And it's really smart and um, and calming just go find those people who you're not trying to maybe make this superb connection with, mm-hmm. right? You're just trying to acknowledge another person for their efforts. And this mm-hmm. is what I recommend, right, is that you talk to them and say, hey, Bob, are you running the mixer tonight? I know that your company is sponsoring whatever. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, well, I just want to say thank you. You know, I right. really appreciate you guys underwriting this event. Mm-hmm. We all know how these things work, right? If you're not sponsoring, we don't get the free mm-hmm. shrimp fish, you know, <laughs> it right. be. And to start a conversation with someone like that, right? That it's a lot easier to just show your good manners and your interest in others mm-hmm. and talk to them first. Right. And I will often ask them as well, you know, so what is your, so is this group mostly your target market? You know, what made you want to sponsor this event? Mm-hmm. You know, what is what are your goals for this event? Right. Because a lot of times they're very specific. I mean, we all know this. It's like there's a certain, sometimes a company sponsors an event because they're trying to break into a new market, mm-hmm. right? And that's a great way to do that. So they want to go after small businesses. Right. Well, and, you know, they probably have a different name tag on or, you know, they right. were introduced on stage, things like that. So it's, it's easy to find them. Um, and, you know, it's it's one of those things. It's like you said. There's an an 
obvious opening there. You know, thank them for speaking. Thank them for hosting. You know, thank them for sponsoring. All of those things. So if you're a little nervous, that's a way to, to kind of get over that too. Um, you know, in, in the last uh, part of this of the program today, I want to talk about holiday stuff. But before we take our break and go to that, I do want to talk just a, a little bit. You know, we just got a, a minute or so about connecting with people in advance on social media when you're going to a conference. Oh, yeah. oh I love doing that. You know, find the speakers, especially, because you're going to know who they are. Connect with them in advance. And, and as a speaker, I love it when people do that because I will, you know, I'll, I'll thank mm-hmm. them for connecting with me and then I'll say, you know, you know that my topic is yada, yada, yada. Is there something specific you want me to, to make sure I cover? You know, it's a great way to kind of make those connections because so many times a speaker really does not know anybody in the room, um, you know, and, and especially if they have traveled to, to something. So that's a great way. And I'm one of those people, I'm not a fan of hashtags, except at a conference. And, and I love them. Um, and I will be on Twitter a lot, looking to see who else is at the conference, connecting with them um, when they use the hashtag. And to me, that's just kind of a, a gimme to be able to do. Oh, Absolutely. I talk about that a lot, too, especially with my clients, you know, just one-on-one, and that idea of when you – all this information is available today, too, right? There's no excuses. I mean, everything's online. Mm-hmm. All the speakers, even their LinkedIn profile, mm-hmm. you know, um, buttons, everything's there. So one of the biggest things is to start following them, even, especially if they're active on Twitter, mm-hmm. because – most of us know when we get new followers, right? We see right. these messages that mm-hmm. need to come in and to do what you suggested, right? There can be a follow back or even a, just a reply saying, thanks so much for the follow, anything you'd like me to cover specifically, all that, those are great um, business practices, mm-hmm. right, in terms of your social media. Right. But also... To your point, when you're going to be a speaker and you're going to these things and you don't really know anybody, I've gotten some of my best insights about um, industry pain points from people on social than I did from the conference organizers. (laughs) Right. Because of that pre-connecting that's happening and it's on LinkedIn, it's Mm -hmm. on Facebook, it's on Twitter. I get some really good insight, mm-hmm. and or I can even ask those questions, like you said. But sometimes people volunteer and will say, "Will you be talking about the legislation in California for workers' comp or whatever it might be?" And it, and I will then know, okay, that this is the hot one, and let me research this a little mm-hmm. bit. Right. So, and then also just in that vein, this idea of. Um, making a connection ahead of time. And then when you meet these people, because I've even done this with people that are pretty, you know, Mm well-known, where I've connected with them socially. And who knows? We know that there might be some outsourced um, intern they're using to manage some of their social. But what happens is that I can say them when I go up to them, oh, my gosh, I loved your speech. I was really looking Mm -hmm. forward to it. I follow you on Twitter, and I just wanted to acknowledge that that share you did last week about blah, blah, blah was really helpful. Mm-hmm. So it gives you this dialogue, and, and we're all flattered by that as somebody who's a speaker, and, right? And you are right. too. And, and when somebody does something like that to you, you're like, oh, my God, I'm getting through. You know, mm-hmm. it's just it's really gratifying. Mm-hmm. And you register that person, and you're, you know, you say, well, tell me what, what are you doing? You know, what's your business about? Mm-hmm. And, so it creates this dialogue that never would have occurred or wouldn't have been as easy for it to occur, occur if you're just mm-hmm. one of the 10 people online who just wants to say, thank you for you know, your speech. I really enjoyed it. Right. But, and you, you yeah. have a touch point, something to really talk to them about. Exactly. And then the key, too, right, is following up yeah. you know, those channels. Mm-hmm. I mean, can't emphasize that enough that that's a great way to um, create more interest in your social streams is mm-hmm. by using the social channels to follow up with these people and say, oh, you know, so if it's a LinkedIn connection. Mm-hmm. Hey, Deb, I heard you speak at last week's conference. You blew me away. I loved how easy you made it all sound. 
I'd love to connect with you on LinkedIn. Right. Right. And you're gonna be you're gonna respond to that one much quicker than you know all the ones with the generic indication mm-hmm. that you're kinda of like, okay, is this a real person or not? Right. Well and So it makes a really good device for that. Definitely, you know, and, and, and I always use LinkedIn to do that. Um and Twitter because I always figure Twitter's a little you know, that's that's something where Right. You know, and, and, but I am hesitant on Facebook just because there are some people who, you know, want to use it as, as just their, their personal thing. But, you know, I, I look and I see, you know, can I tell from what I might be able to see on Facebook? Is this a business thing or, or is it just personal? If it's just personal, I probably won't find them. Um, right. but, you know, it's, it's something where, you know, if they're on Facebook or, you know, all of the other things, maybe you took a picture of them speaking. You know, post it and tag them in it and say, you know, this was a great slide where they were talking about such and such. Um, you know, and, and there are people who say, you know, well, that's just kind of a little sucking up. But from a speaker's perspective, it's nice that somebody paid attention to me. You know, I'm, I'm, you, you mentioned yeah. that. Um, you know, and, and no, that's great. You know, and, and it really is something that, you know, as, as you were talking, one of the things that struck me was we know to do all of that when we're at a networking event that we normally attend. But it somehow goes out of our brains when we're at a conference, and it's the same thing. You know, you're there to meet people to learn, you know, and and so it shouldn't matter if it's the networking event that you go to every single month or a conference that you're at, you know, just a one-time type of thing. You're there to meet people. So what works in your networking on an everyday basis should work on your when you attend conferences also. That's right. Exactly. Cool. Cool. And one tip though I want to give too, if you know you've been if there have been photos taken of you, right? Mm-hmm. Whether you're a speaker or not, one of my tips is always to do a Google search on your name and images. Definitely. And look to see if there's any images of you that you've been tagged in and find out about it, right? Mm-hmm. I found a great photo somebody taken of me signing one of my books. Ooh. And I was like, I don't have one of these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I contacted them and, you know, decided, do you mind if I use this on my website? And so it can work the other way, too. Mm-hmm. And even if you're, let's say someone else had a photo of you with uh, Guy Kawasaki, right? Wow. When you went up at the end, but mm-hmm. you couldn't because you're in the photo. Mm-hmm. And then you see that there. Well, get that photo. That's a great thing to put on one of your social profiles. It's it's funny. A picture that that I use right now as my personal Facebook profile picture was taken at a conference. Um, You know, and and obviously I contacted him, asked permission, but, you know, it's... because I hate yeah, having my I picture like that taken. Photo, by the way. It was I it was a relaxed that. image. I'd won something, see, so that was why I was very happy. But <laughs> it, it was a very relaxed picture and, and I contacted them and said, Hey, you know, this is great. Can I use it? And they said, Sure, just you know, say who who took the photo and, and they were more than happy because of course then I tagged the conference in it. Um, you know, right. and, and so make sure that you're following all of those things. And you know, this does come back to what we were saying uh, a little bit ago is Make sure you know what pictures are out there because, you know, maybe you were at the mixer and, you know, had a glass of wine in your hand. That might not be the image that you want being posted out there, um, you know, and, and so you can contact them and say, hey, would you mind? Now, you know, I have Facebook set where you can only tag me if I give permission, um, which is something that, that I tell people that they should always do. But, you know, it, it is something that, that comes about. And, you know, we're, we're actually going to skip the break because we're on a really good flow right now. And that does lead us into the next thing, which is networking at holiday parties. And I think, you know, to me, I, I am always looking at any time I'm out, you know, at, at something. doesn't matter what it is. I think of it as a networking opportunity. But I think a lot of people tend to think, well, they're at – a holiday party for maybe their spouse, their significant other, or even just their own office. And so they turn that networking switch off. And to me, it's a great opportunity. So what are your thoughts and, you know, how do we go about this? Well, I think, again, it's back to being authentic (laughs) and natural. And remembering that everyone there, again, still whatever the – People go to events like that to catch up, sure, mm-hmm. right? Like it's mm-hmm. part of what's expected. Right. Um, but you're also going because who's new? You know, who mm-hmm. might be, who might uh, some of the guests be of some of the people that are there? 
the spouses or whatever. And it's this idea of just asking the same questions. Mm-hmm. And I even say this for people. I mean, I have friends who have big open houses around the holidays, right? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so you go to those, and it's a free-for-all. <laughs> it's not like a fancy dinner. It's a free-for-all. I mean, there's just people everywhere, and it's kind of a buffet, and they're for like four or five hours mm-hmm. if they've opened up their house. Well, when we're there, you are often faced with uh, lots of new faces and new mm-hmm. people. So saying, you know, again, you start off with, so how how do you know Joe and Beth? You know, mm-hmm. like getting to what's your connection to them and then saying, oh, and then you find out one of them works with the other one, right? And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, what kind of role is he in? Mm-hmm. Right? Asking sir, the same questions that, there's nothing weird about these questions. Right. This is how you make conversations. And mm-hmm. you're just because especially as Americans, we define ourselves so much by what we do, mm-hmm. right? What our professions are. So asking things about, oh, what did you work at? You know, and again, I'm sort of anti so what do you do, Deb? You know, yeah, like, tell me what your business is. <laughs> right. I'm always more about so what are you working on these days, mm-hmm. Deb? Right? And it's mm-hmm. that idea of making it more about what they're doing right. in that line of work or in that profession than just what is your profession so mm-hmm. I can categorize you, right? So, well, and what I love about the question, so what are you doing now? They can do that personal or business. You know, they can respond mm-hmm. and say, oh, I've been having a great time doing all of this stuff, you know, getting ready for the holidays, you know, with my kids, <coughs> excuse me, or my family, or they can talk about business, you know, and, and so that gives them that option to, to, to steer the conversation in the way that they want, um, you know, and, and, and I this, love this. Right. I love when people who've read my book mm-hmm. give me my advice. <laughs> I know. It's, it's right. I'm holding it up to the microphone. See, here it is. It's, there's the book right there. Um, and, right. you know, exactly. giving them the out. If right. they don't want to talk about work, mm-hmm. they can talk about the vacation they're planning or whatever to. Yes. And, and you know, that. yeah, have a couple of your business cards in your pocket, but this isn't the place like a, a, in a typical networking event. Even if it's a, a business holiday party, you're not there to see how many business cards you can hand out. Um, you know, if, if there's a way to do it that's appropriate, sure. But, you know, remember, everybody is there to enjoy themselves, you know, and, and uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things. I do try to find the, the guests. You know, the, the spouse, the significant other, because it's not right. somebody that I've talked to. Um, but I'm certainly not going to go up and say, so, Sandy, tell me what you do for mm-hmm. business. Because then you're going to look at me and go, exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and then you get that look. I mean, I remember, remember the movie Big with Tom Hanks? Right. Meg Ryan. No, not Meg Ryan. What was that woman's name? Oh, I can't remember her name. Oh, but I know. I'm drawing a blank now. The Christmas party, and she starts trying to talk business with the boss. Mm-hmm. Right, and he says, "You're like, would you relax at the Christmas party?" Right. Well, and I, <laughs> I think, don't want to talk business with yeah, you either. That's, that really is very important. Is they don't want to talk business, um, you know, and 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 remember that, you know, don't walk up to the people you work with and and start talking business with them. You know, it, it, that is a good place then to to come back into this. So, you know, are you looking forward to the holidays type of thing? Um, you know, it's it's always a little awkward if somebody says no. Okay. Um, you know, I've I've had people who have said I don't celebrate Christmas, then I'm kind of stuck. <laughs> you know? But, you know, so that's why I started doing the more generic holiday. Um, you know, because right. that and right. you know, and and it's funny. I know that there are people who say you should say Christmas, you should always say Christmas. Um, but, you know, it's it's just one of those funny things where uh, you know, you you have to watch those things. But, um, you know, I I you remember that it is, it, it, it's a fun place. But if it's appropriate, you can do a little bit of networking. That's right. And, again, it's just being in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. Trying not so hard to think about um, who is likely to engage in mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. It's just being in the moment and using your instincts and reading body language yourself mm-hmm. to see if there's interest in that. And again, what I just do is I don't, I rarely offer my card. Mm-hmm. What I do is, because if somebody asks me for it, that's like right. a gift, mm-hmm. right? But it's, I will often 
ask someone else for their card based on something we discussed. Right. Mm -hmm. And then that usually gets a reciprocation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Where, well, you know, give me your card so we can follow up and email or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I find that I probably end up giving away more cards that way. Definitely. Than by trying to think about it ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Well, and and remember to take cards. You know, just because it's a holiday party doesn't mean you won't have that opportunity and you don't want to miss out on somebody saying, oh my gosh, you know, I, I really need to connect with you because then you say, oh, well, I'll try and email you. You email me. Ugh, those never work. You know, just have a couple of your cards handy. Yes, and that's a big one too. I mean, these are the basics. This is one of my other last things is just having cards and a pen with mm-hmm. you in your purse. Because right. again, it's not just about you handing out the card. It might be that they need a referral from mm-hmm. your dermatologist mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So just thinking about life in a different way that sharing these resources, mm-hmm. that sometimes they're professional, but sometimes they're not. And that's definitely more about creating authentic right. connections right. that turn into all sorts of opportunities mm-hmm. over time. Perfect. Well, I hate to cut this short. We actually are going to have to cut this. I know, I know. We're going to have to cut it a couple minutes short because I initiated the call with Sandy and Skype is informing me that I only have about one minute left of what I've paid for on my minute. So, you know, got to love technology here. So again, Sandy, tell us one more time how people connect with you. But I'm also very active on Twitter at SandyJK is my handle. And LinkedIn, I have a blog on LinkedIn, which I would love to get some new followers there. If you look for my profile on LinkedIn, you'll find my blog um, and follow it if you'd like. I do share lots of great information about LinkedIn. I share information about networking, personal branding, all those things. And I am uh, Sandy at BellaDomain.com is my email. And Facebook, I've got a book page. And that's the thing, too, I wanted to mention quickly. You know, you're talking about whether people have personal presence on Facebook or um, professional. Well, a lot of times people have, like, their business page versus their personal right. account. So that's one way you can always definitely too, is mm-hmm. just go that way first, just like you and I, right? It's like right. first we start with the professional, but mm-hmm. then we started going into the personal, mm-hmm. which is great. Right. Perfect. So thanks again for this opportunity, Deb. This has been fabulous. And and I think what we need to do is chat maybe again in January about New Year's resolutions for networking with people. Because, you know, it's and following up with everybody we met over the holidays. You know, how do we do that? And and so, you know, let's let's definitely think about getting you scheduled in January. So, you know, I've been chatting and loving our conversation with Sandy Jones Kaminsky. I am Deb Creer, and everyone have a fabulous day, and we will talk with you again next week. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down a road and back again. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.